Hi besties! Welcome or welcome back to Flourishing with Sarah. I'm your host, Sarah O'Neill. How are we all doing today? Guys, I am laying in bed again. Like, I am fully recording this episode in bed again. Don't ask me why, because I don't know why. <laughs> like, I kind of like it. Is that weird? Like, I like recording my podcast in my bed. I just got out of the shower. I just finished my coffee. I just finished eating. And I was like, you know what? I feel like getting back in bed. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> and might as well record my podcast episode while I'm at it. So cheers to a lazy Sunday. Those are the best kinds of Sundays, honestly. Like, I truly believe that Sundays are meant for self-care and to just chill and take whatever the day throws at you. Like, if you wake up feeling productive, be productive. If you wake up feeling lazy, feel lazy. Like, Sundays are just my favorite days of the week. I'm either, like, completely resetting my life and cleaning literally everything top to bottom or I sit on the couch I binge watch a TV show or movie that I've already watched like a thousand times and I do absolutely nothing and then maybe I'll go catch the sunset. Like that is just my vibe some Sundays and that is definitely the vibe for this Sunday and I'm not mad about it. I don't feel guilty about it when it's on a Sunday for some reason. I'm like, oh, it's Sunday? Okay, I can be lazy and just not be mad at myself about it. Like, I can fully rest right now and not feel guilty about it. And no one asked, but the TV show that I'm re-watching for, like, the third or fourth time right now is Emily in Paris. I just love this show so much. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's her fashion. It's the vibes. It's the juicy story. I won't give away any spoilers in case... For whatever reason you haven't seen it which if you haven't literally stop what you're doing stop listening to me ramble about my life and go watch emily in paris because i'm obsessed and the tv show before that that i rewatched was the summer i turned pretty why is it so good like why does it just remind me of like what i wanted my high school experience to be like like, I just love that show so much, and I'm so excited for season two. So if you guys watch The Summer I Turn Pretty, let me know, because we can talk about it. We can talk about the new season that's going to be coming up, and yeah, I'm just really excited. But anyways, I'm, I'm not going to go into a full list of all the TV shows that I've rewatched for, like, the millionth time because that would be a whole episode in itself. Like, that would literally be, like, an hour-long podcast episode of me just talking to you guys about the TV shows that I rewatch and the movies I rewatch. So, we won't... I won't bore you with that. <laughs> I won't bore you with my favorite TV shows. But hello, it's been a week since I've talked to you guys. So, what have I been up to? Lately, I have just been enjoying nature. I think that's just been my vibe for the past couple of weeks. It's so beautiful out, like, I was going to say it's so beautiful out today, which it is beautiful out today, but I was meant to, to say it has been so beautiful out, like, the weather has just been 
gorgeous and I just feel like I need to take full advantage of it. So I've been hiking, I've been watching sunsets, I've been going to the beach, I've been enjoying my morning coffees outside. Honestly, you guys, I'm a simple gal. I like to live a simple life. I like to live a life in nature. <laughs> that sounds kind of cringe, but I I really do enjoy being in nature and I really do enjoy being outside and I will be outside as much as possible, except on Sundays. Sundays are meant for indoor time and rest. So yeah, I feel like I don't have a crazy amount to catch you guys up on because I've just been enjoying the outdoors and nothing crazy happened to me last week, to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm thinking real hard right now and nothing super, super exciting happened to me that's like worth telling you guys. So yeah, that's just been my past week. Very chill vibes. But enough about me. Let's get into our daily affirmation. This week's affirmation is going to be, I am worthy and deserving of a lifetime filled with happiness and joy. Say this affirmation out loud. Write it down. Do what you gotta do. The point of the affirmation is to kickstart this week's episode and to hopefully inspire you guys. So if you guys listened to my podcast episode last week, then you would know that I'm trying to go for more of a happy girl summer kind of vibe this year. And I've been doing a lot of thinking. And I remember I was on FaceTime with one of my friends from Instagram and she asked me, what does wellness mean to you? And it took me a second because I feel like I've never taken the time to think about what it means to me. I've just kind of went with what I've seen online and how I've implemented it into my life, but I've never really thought that deep into it until recently. So this week, I want to talk to you guys about what wellness means to me and how I am redefining wellness. So let's start off with the definition of wellness. According to Google, the definition of wellness is the state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. So basically just practicing healthy habits on a daily basis to achieve the goal of wellness is what I would take away from that. And I also wanted to quickly go over the wellness wheel. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but it's basically just the seven pillars of wellness. So there's spiritual, emotional, intellectual, physical, social, environmental, and financial. And I know that's a lot because I saw this and I kind of felt overwhelmed. So yeah, that is like the definition of wellness and the seven pillars of wellness. And it's so easy to just look at this and to read it and be like, okay, so wellness is just working on your health. It's just doing healthy habits every single day and pursuing your goals. But I feel like it's more than that. I feel like wellness looks different for everybody. I feel like we all have the same goal of wanting to be happy and healthy. But I think wellness looks different for everybody. So what wellness means to me 
won't necessarily be what wellness means to you. And recently, I have redefined what wellness means to me and how I am prioritizing wellness in my life. So I remember when my friend from Instagram asked me, what does wellness mean to you? I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of like just the 80-20 balanced lifestyle and prioritizing like my well-being. I think it was something along those lines and it was in that moment that I really didn't know what wellness was to me. I was practicing it every single day, but I feel like I didn't think hard enough about why I was doing it every day and why it's so important to me and why it is so much more than just 80-20 balanced lifestyle and prioritizing your well-being. It is so much more than that. I feel like I said that answer because I was going off of what I've seen online and, you know, all the content I've consumed. I feel like it has kind of shaped my opinion on what wellness should look like, but my goals aren't necessarily the same as the people I see online or the videos I consume that are telling me what wellness is. Like, my goals aren't the same. My goals aren't the same from a year ago. My goals aren't the same from two years ago. Like, I have changed so much and so have my goals and so has my mindset. So, I feel like over the years, wellness has also changed for me. Like, when I first started my wellness journey, I was very much in grind mode. I barely took any breaks or balance or whatever you want to call it. It was it was all go. It was all health and wellness for me when I first started. It was it was kind of an obsession because I fell in love with it so fast and I'm a Virgo, so I'm a perfectionist and I feel like I was like it's all or nothing for me. Like if I'm doing this, it is all or nothing. I'm going to be complete gym bro mode and like meal prepping mode and you know, counting my protein mode. And if that is your goal, that is perfect. Like, you do you. If that is what makes you happy, that is amazing. Because at the time, that is what made me happy. But the following year, I kind of realized that I wasn't really enjoying that lifestyle anymore. And that's okay. I feel like it's okay for us to grow and evolve and change and to not like the same things that we once did. And it's not that I don't like fitness anymore or I don't like wellness anymore because I still love both of those things, but my opinions on them have definitely changed and the way I want to prioritize health and wellness has definitely changed. Like, I don't count my protein anymore. I don't plan my workouts anymore. Like, I don't have a workout schedule for myself anymore. I kind of go to the gym and whatever I feel like doing that day is what I'll do. No pressure, no expectations. And if I don't want to go to the gym, I honor that instead of pushing myself to go. Um, I'll just prioritize movement in a different way, like a hot girl walk or, you know, going on a run because I really do enjoy that. 
or some at-home yoga or today like I'm going paddle boarding just things like that so my definition of wellness has changed over the years without me even really comprehending it until recently and I think it's super interesting what used to make me happy and help me stay consistent isn't what keeps me happy and consistent anymore. So I'm going to share with you guys today some of the ways that I have redefined wellness for myself and what keeps me happy and consistent. Because at the end of the day, if you want to achieve your goals, I think the best way to do it is in a way that makes you happy. And if it makes you happy, then you're more inclined to be consistent. So I'm going to go over the seven pillars of wellness and I'm going to share with you guys all of the ways that I am redefining how I am prioritizing them in my life. Starting off with physical wellness. So for me, as I kind of quickly just went over, My point of view on fitness has changed drastically over the past couple of years. Like I mentioned literally like two seconds ago, I used to be full on like gym rat and now I feel like I'm more intuitive with my movement and that is what's making me happy right now. So for physical wellness, I really just like to prioritize whatever I'm feeling that day. If I wake up and I want to go to the gym, I'll go to the gym and when I get there, I'm going to work out whatever I feel like working out that day. I'm not going to put pressure or expectations on myself to follow a strict workout plan anymore. That used to make me happy, but it kind of just stresses me out now and it makes it feel like more of a chore that I have to get done in the mornings before I can start my day. And it kind of put a dent in my fitness journey. Well, I wouldn't say a dent in my fitness journey. That's the wrong words because it's a part of my fitness journey. But it it kind of set me back a little bit because I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't want to go to the gym. And I was in the mindset of like, okay, well, if I don't go to the gym, then I'm not getting my movement in and I'm not prioritizing my wellness. But... I am prioritizing my wellness because movement isn't just one thing. Movement doesn't just look like the gym. Movement can look like the gym, but it can also look like a walk. It can also look like swimming at the beach. It can also look like going for a run. It can also look like going on my paddleboard. You know what I'm saying? Like any movement is good movement and I kind of had to remind myself of that this year and I'm really happy I did because I find myself just living more of an active lifestyle altogether and wanting to do that whereas before I feel like I was so set on like the gym is the only movement that I can do in my day. Like if I don't go to the gym then like I'm not getting enough movement in etc. So I feel like now I don't have any stress or expectations on myself and it makes me want to do it more. Whenever you don't put like a strict plan on yourself and you just kind of listen to what your body wants, 
I feel like it just makes you more inclined to do it, at least for myself anyway. Um, so yeah, that is basically how I am redefining my physical wellness. I'm just going to listen to my body and do whatever is going to make me happy that day. And if you have ever been in a point in your life where you want to prioritize fitness, but you just can't seem to stay consistent, then I would try to just rethink what kind of movement makes you happy because it doesn't just have to be the gym. Movement isn't only the gym. And whatever movement makes you happy is what is going to keep you consistent. At the end of the day, if you want to move your body more, but you don't like going to the gym, but you're like, well, that's what everyone else does and that's what works, so I'm going to go to the gym. I feel like you can't trick yourself into loving the gym. (laughs) You know, you can't force yourself to like something that isn't your thing. And it's okay if it's not your thing. You can find movement in so many other ways. And that's kind of what I'm realizing right now and trying to find right now. I'm not saying that I don't love the gym because I truly do. I will always love the gym. The gym has been a space where I've transformed the most mentally. But that being said, right now I'm going through a phase where I don't really want the gym right now. I want movement in other ways and that is okay and that is okay for you as well if that is what you're feeling. So yeah, that is how I am redefining my physical wellness. I'm redefining it by prioritizing movement that makes me happy and listening to my body and what it wants to do every single day. And it has really been helping and keeping me consistent and more active. Moving on to social wellness. So I am a very introverted person. I would say I'm introverted extrovert because once I'm out in a social setting, I have fun. Like, I may not want to go in the first place, but if I push myself to go, I love it. Like, I'm talking to everybody, I'm getting to know everybody's names, and I'm going to make the most of it. And I truly do have fun. So I'm very introverted, but I can also be an extrovert. My social wellness has kind of been on a little bit of a roller coaster because I went from a toxic relationship where I literally had no social life except for that person to being single and being with people every single day to COVID hitting and kind of being forced to isolate myself and really learning to enjoy my own company and just loving spending time with myself to getting back into a relationship, this time a very healthy relationship. (laughs) But I also found myself kind of isolating myself in the relationship. So I would like spend all my time with my boyfriend because the relationship was so new and I was very excited that like I met this person that treats me really good and the relationship is very healthy and it's kind of like the first healthy relationship I've ever had um, and a romantic partner. So 
I feel like the idea of that just kind of swept me off my feet and I spent a lot of my time prioritizing my boyfriend over my friends. And that's a situation that I never wanted to put myself in. I never saw myself being that person, but it happened. I've accepted it. I've forgiven myself and I have a really good balance now. I feel like without going through that little stage in my life, I wouldn't really know how to balance a relationship and friendships. But since I've been through it both, I now really understand how to do that and how important it is to do that. And I like, I truly have the best friends. Like, we will all be there for each other through thick and thin. I truly believe in that. And that is something that is super important to me when it comes to social wellness. It's having those relationships where they can be open and honest with you in a very mature way. And you can also be a little silly, a little goofy, release your inner child and just be your true authentic self. Like those are the relationships that I truly like to prioritize in my life. I have these people in my life and they know me in and out. I know them in and out and we have each other's backs. They recharge my battery. They make me happy. I can confide in them. They can confide in me and... That is truly what I look for in a friendship and in a romantic relationship. And right now, I feel like I have that and that makes me so happy. So I would say that I have redefined my social wellness by prioritizing relationships that leave me feeling recharged, that leave me feeling happy and energized I prioritize balance when it comes to my love relationships and my friendships and yeah, I feel like that's what's super important to me and that is what makes me truly happy is a very good balance of boyfriend time and friend time and obviously like all hanging out together because we all have the same friend group. (laughs) So yeah, that is what my social wellness looks like right now. Moving on to environmental wellness. So this has definitely changed a lot for me as well over the years because I was living at home with my parents. So my environment was obviously shared with my entire family. And like I was obviously in charge of like my part in the house and my bedroom so I I never really took that much care of it and really had the mindset of like, I deserve to have a clean space. Like my mindset was just kind of like, this is going to take forever. Like I live in organized chaos. I know where everything is. So I'm just going to leave it like this. I'm going to leave it messy, etc. But fast forward to this year, I actually moved out into my apartment with my boyfriend so I still do share space but I have adapted more of the mindset of like I deserve to have a clean space. My environment is like my sanctuary. I like it to be clean. I like it to have good vibes 
because this is where I spend most of my time. I work from home and I want my home to feel like home and I want it to feel happy and I want to wake up and feel happy and stress-free and not be living in clutter all the time. And yeah, I've just kind of adapted the mindset over the years of like, I deserve to have a clean space. I deserve to wake up and feel good in my environment because I feel like our environment is a physical representation of our mental state. Like, I truly do believe in that. So when your environment's clean, I feel like our minds in turn feel less cluttered. That's how I feel anyway. And that's just the mindset that I've adapted. So yeah, for me right now, I have redefined my environmental wellness by taking care of the space around me because it's what I deserve. You know what I mean? Like we all deserve to live in a clean space because it's our space and it deserves to be taken care of just like we deserve to be taken care of. I think a clean space is self-care and I think cleaning our space is self-care. It's an important part of wellness, I think. And yeah, so in the past, I would definitely not have taken my environmental wellness into account But recently, I really have been taking it into account and it's something that's super important to me. So I would say that I have redefined my environmental wellness by changing my mindset to I deserve to clean my space and I deserve to have a space that makes me happy. And it has made me a happier person overall, like waking up to a clean space makes me so happy. So yeah, that is what my environmental wellness means to me. Next up is financial wellness. So I feel like this is a tricky one. (laughs) This is, I don't know, I think this one is a work in progress for me. Financial wellness is something that is super important to me and something that I've been working on a lot, but I can be a little irresponsible with my money. I like to buy $10 iced lattes. I like to sometimes impulsively buy clothes. Not so much anymore, though. Okay, that is something that I have actually really improved on. I used to online shop so much and impulse buy literally everything, but I would say over the past, like, year, mm, no, maybe over the past, like, six months, I have stopped my online shopping addiction. Sorry, my phone just buzzed. Um, I have stopped my online shopping addiction I don't do that anymore. I went thrifting this year for my summer wardrobe instead of like online shopping. And that was because, okay, that wasn't really because of financial wellness. That was just because I wanted to be more environmentally friendly and buy secondhand. (laughs) But like, you guys get the point. I'm not impulsively buying anymore. But I do kind of spend my money in some ways that I don't really like, which is, you know, 
iced lattes a little too often and ordering in a little too often with like Uber Eats and stuff. So what does financial wellness mean to me? I would say as of right now, financial wellness is a work in progress. I definitely want to get to a point where I'm really good with my money and I have a really good sense of like investments and, you know, all that stuff. I I have a lot of learning when it comes to, whoa, English. (laughs) I have a lot of learning to do when it comes to my financial wellness, I would say. But it is getting better and has gotten a lot better. So I would say I am redefining my financial wellness by not impulsively buying clothes or things that I do not need. I'm being way more mindful with where my money goes, minus my lattes and occasional Uber Eats spend. Um... So yeah, I'm being more mindful in that department, but I think a goal of mine right now is to learn a lot more about investing and how to properly save my money, if that makes sense. So yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at with my financial wellness. I don't really have much to say about that because it is still a work in progress. So we're just going to move on to the next one which is spiritual wellness. We're almost done, by the way. We have three more, including this one. So my spiritual wellness has been a little bit of a journey. During COVID, I was super in tune with my beliefs, with my spirituality, with my meditations, everything. Like I was super in tune with all of that because I had so much time on my hands. I was spending so much time with myself that I just had the time to do it. And I don't really like using the excuse that like I don't have time to implement it into my life now, but I definitely am a lot busier now and I've had trouble finding the time, like the perfect time to implement it into my day. Like like in the mornings, the afternoons, or at night. I I just haven't found that perfect balance yet. So kind of like my financial wellness, my spiritual wellness is a work in progress right now. I believe in like the universe and I really like doing tarot readings and picking oracle cards and manifesting with my crystals and by journaling. That is what I like believe in and that is where my spiritual wellness comes from. So over the years, I have redefined my my spiritual wellness by just exploring it. I took a lot of time exploring it during COVID and I feel like I kind of need to do that again. I need to start getting back into a routine and finding that balance for myself. And I have been doing it a little bit more often. Like when I watch the sunsets and stuff, I will meditate. But I need to start bringing my crystals with me. I need to start bringing my journal and just 
find a way that I can implement it into my lifestyle right now because I don't have as much time as I did when I was in COVID, but that's not an excuse. I can definitely find the time and that is exactly how I'm going to redefine my spiritual wellness. I'm just going to make the time to incorporate it into my lifestyle now and just continue practicing in small ways every single day. I just want to get more consistent with it. But yeah, my, my spiritual wellness has always kind of been the same. So I wouldn't say I'm necessarily redefining it that much. I just need to get more in tune with my spirituality. Next up is emotional wellness. So I would say... uh. I feel like I've always kind of done a pretty good job with maintaining my emotional wellness. I think I'm really good at being in tune with how I'm feeling and knowing what I'm feeling. Um, I remember, I feel like I'm going to tell you guys the story of when I feel like I first started taking really good care of my emotional wellness. So when I was 16, I remember I had my very first panic attack and... Before then, I feel like I kind of kept closed off. I didn't really tell many people like how I was feeling and, you know, what I was feeling until I had this panic attack and I had to go home and tell my mom what was going on because I was scared and I didn't know like what was happening to me and I kept having them. So she eventually signed me up for therapy and counseling and I feel like that was the moment that I realized how important it is to share out loud how you're feeling and the importance of just like human connection and just speaking out about what you're feeling. I feel like that's so important and that's when I learned how important it was. And from there, I found different ways to express what I was feeling. For example, like when I went through that toxic relationship and we broke up I ended up journaling. I was gifted a journal from my boss at the time and I remember writing in it after my breakup saying things like everything is going to be okay, like this next chapter is going to be like a good one, like stuff like that, just like little affirmations and like reassuring myself and like writing down what I was feeling And it felt so good to do that. So I feel like those two big moments in my life kind of taught me how I like to deal with my emotional wellness and how I like to express how I'm feeling. So I would say I'm redefining my emotional wellness by asking for help when I need it, for turning to my healthy coping mechanisms when I need to, So, for example, like meditation, journaling, confiding in a friend or my mom or my boyfriend, dealing with my emotions in a way that I know makes me happy at the end of the day and just doing things that make me happy at the the end of the day, just doing more of what makes me happy. And actually, I've been doing that a lot lately. Like I have been doing at least one thing every single day that makes me happy and I have noticed the biggest improvement on my emotional wellness. My mood has gone up. I'm feeling so good lately. I feel like I make the most out of my days, whereas before I kind of felt like I was wasting my days. So yeah, 
I feel like I'm redefining my wellness by turning to my healthy mechanisms and just doing more things that make me happy. All right, you guys, we are on the very last subject, which is intellectual wellness. I would say I'm on a very good path right now with this one. In the past, I wasn't really reading all that much. I would read self-help books, but I would find that I didn't get all the way through them. Like, I just wouldn't finish them. And I was pouring a lot of my time into getting to know me. I was very much in Discover Sarah mode, which I think can be intellectual wellness because I'm engaging and learning new things about myself. So lately, I have been learning more about the ukulele. I am trying to learn how to play a few songs on that. I am learning Spanish right now. I'm using the Duolingo app and I'm actually loving it. I tried to learn Spanish when I was a teenager. I just never really followed through. So I'm restarting that journey and I'm also reading a lot more now. I mean, I'm reading romance novels, so I don't really know if that counts, but you know what? I'm reading and before I wasn't, so that's a win for me. So yeah, I would say I'm redefining my intellectual wellness by finding hobbies and things that interest me, things that I'm excited to learn more about and that just make me happy. Like for some reason, learning Spanish just excites me. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but it's exciting to me. And learning how to play the ukulele is exciting to me. And reading romance novels is exciting to me. (laughs) So yeah, that is kind of the ways that I am redefining my intellectual wellness. Actually, that is all of the ways that I am redefining wellness. So to kind of sum everything up, wellness to me just means prioritizing what makes you happy and just doing more of that. Just doing what makes you happy because that's what's going to keep you consistent. And I don't know, ever since I started focusing on doing all of these things that just lead back to my happiness, I feel like I've I've gained a new mindset, I've gained a new point of view on things, and I've learned a lot more about myself lately. So yeah, that is what wellness means to me. That is how I am redefining wellness in all of the areas of my life. And I don't have a journal prompt for you this week because I want you guys to write down what wellness means to you, write down all of the seven pillars of wellness and how you are going to redefine what they mean to you. I feel like by doing this, it's just a really good way to have something to look back on and it's just a good reminder of why you're prioritizing your health and wellness and what exactly it means for you to do that because it could look different to me It could look different to the content that you're consuming online. I feel like we all have the same end goal of just wanting happiness, but define 
what that means to you and how you're going to achieve that. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review. It really helps the podcast and it really helps me. If you aren't already, follow the podcast on Instagram. It's at Flourishing with Sarah and you can also follow my personal at Sarah.O'Neill. Thank you again for listening and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye!